Mickey. Mickey. So nobody's at the ranch? Did you just close early? No, Pam's over there. Oh, the right. There. We've got three employees over there. Okay. It's covered. They can reach us right here anytime. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I bet. All right. So we've got uh, Jen as our special guest. <laughs> I don't want to mess with the audio. I <laughs> clap too loud to make Wes mad. AKA Maternity Gin. Maternity, gin. maternity Manor. Laura was just telling me she went and pulled up the very first contact that you made with her. Yes. I knew it had been a long time ago. I just wasn't sure when. I thought, let me just look back and see if I can, you know, see when it was. And it was December 22nd of 2015. Mm-hmm. When we wow. had um, Magnolia, a 10-year-old mill mama beagle who came in smuggling. Oh, it it was just a nightmare, a nightmare. I don't know if we've ever told the story of Magnolia or not and how that went I, down. I don't think we've ever told it in a podcast. You better start with that then because bananas. Was she, was, was she listed as, as breeded or? No, no. Oh, no. That's what smuggling yeah. means, yeah. Yeah. No. She of course was, not. And she, she was, was, you know, a million. Ten, she was ten and a half because I got her um, oh, two man. months before she turned eleven. So I was very old to um, to have babies. Very old. We sent her into a foster to adopt home. Yes. On a spay contract, and the woman had her for. <laughs> She's getting weeks. fatter. <laughs> she said yes. she. Did she take her to the vet? Because she did. So yep. she took her to the vet, and then I was in a. I was in Tuesday morning, and I get this hysterical phone call, and she tells me the vet sees all these puppies on the radiographs, and I'm like, oh, my so gosh. So many well, And she had yeah. adopted a puppy at the same time, and she had a baby. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that was just too much, a little much. to take on puppies, too. We probably got on the text from Laura, oh, <laughs> that's what we get. Well, I remember going back and looking at the catalog. Because, and it said that she, I think it said she'd been running with a male, but so what? I mean, so what? At her age. I don't even, I don't even know if it said that. Like, it was just like nothing. Well, it was she way had... back in the very beginning. So this is 2015. The rescue, we got our 501 in like November of 2014. So, I mean, we are just barely getting going. We're not used to smuggling. and, and Did you, know, you buy her? It was, no, she's you, an M. You we went to, I don't think so. You went no, to no, we option. Bought, she's an M. We got all the M, M's. M's are yeah. 2016. M's was post-Moo, because that's they all got named M's for Mui. No, she was a tree. No. Magnolia was a tree group. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, she, because... She was with Blackberry. He got oh, I, so oh, I... If she was came with Blackberry, then it's him. It's him. I, I went a lot. I'm I wasn't sorry. Following the, <laughs> I wasn't following the page at the time, but I after I saw her face on Facebook, um, my friend from high school followed the page, and I happened to see her like a comment or something and I saw her face and I was like "Eh, Trisha yes and so I was like oh I need to check this out look at this cute girl right and so then I was obsessed with reading through all this stuff from and I saw that you went to auction two weeks in a row and there was other pregnant there was a lot of Frenchies on a blanket that's what I remember and her yep yeah. And so there was, Two weeks it, in a row. That makes group. sense why I don't remember it. Well, <laughs> no, you went one, and I went the we went the second one. Oh, okay. And I don't remember which group she was in, but she was rescued in October. We went the first one, and he went the second one. So it was clearly that she had been bred like because that's the when day I ran before up on the curb. or a couple yeah, days before she had puppies, the auction. She had puppies three days before Christmas. Yeah. Two or three days before Christmas. Yeah. So it, she had. It was barely when you guys got her. So well, Jen, I think when we calculated back. You know, 
based on when she gave birth to when she was bred. She was due, or she was bred like the day before like the, the day auction. before yeah. the auction. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we had no idea. No. Which like, why are you doing that? Like you're taking that dog to auction. You. Oh, that's an oops. The day before, but then you don't like advertise oh, that. I think to they, try I think they because have because they're all stupid and they don't know what they're I, doing. I can accept that as the answer. <laughs> <laughs> But it was shocking. I mean, it just was, it was shocking. It was shocking. The first of I, many I shocks ten- to come. Yes. <laughs> but, we, but the oldest dog we've ever had pregnant. I mean, and it's, I think she's the oldest dog we ever rescued at an auction. Ten and a half. I don't think we've ever right rescued anybody yeah. older than that. And here she is with a gaggle of babies. And, and she's a great like mom. Or something? No, there was five, I think, puggles. <laughs> five? Oh, the puggles. puggles. Yeah, the puggles. Yep. So obviously I wasn't I wasn't fostering then because I just saw her face. But then I reached out to Laura and said um, I want to, and she obviously came back from her previous situation. So um, I said I would be interested in adopting and fill out all the stuff, and that's how I got involved with you guys. And then after I got her, I was like, well, now I want to do more. So I started volunteering to transport, and then oh, I did you do some transporting? Mm-hmm. I did yeah. for a while, yeah. And then I started because I got her in February of twenty. 20- 16 and then i took my first foster which was marmalade in july or august marmalade jumped right into it (laughs) i remember travis going to your house i remember being there she was the muddy one on the chain outside (laughs) that we thought might be pregnant but she wasn't yeah yeah that worked out i was telling them that when i first talked to you you told me the story you know about how you had had Beagle puppies and it was traumatic experience oh. and you decided hey I'm done with this I'm not going to do this again yes that was um I I bred my two beagles and so they had she got pregnant with three but only two survived and then I ended up keeping both of them so that's how I got my pack of four mm-hmm. but it hey. oh dogs are upset but I just felt baby. like she was my, the mama was my baby and she was having to go through this terrible thing and she was she was not happy with her labor and it was New Year's Eve I'm so a, I had to two litters on New Year's Eve. I had, yeah. So hey. I had to trek her up to the ER. And as soon as I got there and they put us in a waiting room, she decided to push really hard and scream and push out a baby. So <laughs> I, I paid my $1,500 for them to do nothing and went back home. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had the next one like 4 a.m., like way, like it was 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. And I was like, I'm not going back up there again. You're going to do this. Hmm. But yeah, so that was that was not my first litter. Um, my stepmom had Cocker Spaniels that she bred a couple times when I was a teenager that I helped help. So mm-hmm. I had that experience before my own beagle, beagles doing it. But I was like, okay, everybody spay and neuter. Let's right now. <laughs> Not doing that again with my own just because the mama was like, she was my baby. And then she was in pain and I, yeah. just, I didn't want her to go through that. So why is why are beagles your breed? I have no idea. Um, I really <laughs> she don't. really likes ear piercing barking. <laughs> yeah. They don't do that. Beanie. Um, Beanie. I I don't. I must have seen something somewhere along the way a movie or something, and I liked a beagle, and so or a beagle pup because there's nothing cuter. They are yeah. cute. Super They're so, super cute. Wiener pups. Wiener pups cute. My um, best friend since middle school. Um, we lived together in college, and we were getting close to graduating, and we both said we want to go get a puppy. And she went off on her way, and I went off on my way, and we both came home with beagles. Really? And <laughs> hers, hers was a lemon and white, and mine was a tricolor, and um, that was my first beagle, Jordan. And um, she was like, she went everywhere with me. Yeah. And so I just fell in love with the breed, and you don't have to groom them. There's, you know, really not that much wrong with them. They get, you know, sometimes chronic ear infections because they got the floppy ears, but whoop. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but um, they really. Yeah, is. they're a pretty. Uh, I mean, other than the noise factor, they're a pretty wipeable, 
portable. Some of them are pretty shetty. Healthy but, breed. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, not known for terrible things. It's like, the noise that gets me. It's the noise. I do love bassets. Super cute. I love the floppy ears. Also noise. Too which, which is like ears. way more noisier than like a beagle. No, it's just a deeper Generally, sound. Yeah. 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 I, people that like get a, a beagle or a basset noise. and I say, have, have you ever heard the sound that a, that a beagle or a basset that they makes? can make when they, they are amped up? They don't do that very often unless there is a rabbit in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and when I had the four pack originally, they would, they would outsmart the rabbits. So they would like go one on each side and then the rabbit couldn't get away. So we had a lot of... Dead rabbits. A lot of dead wow. rabbits. But yeah. these guys now, they're either too old or too slow. Yeah. So the rabbits get away. So tell us what you do for a living. Um, well, I am a nurse, so I moved to working at an insurance company about six years ago. So I'm a manager of a group of case managers. So I have a team of 21. And we're, so we do basically nursing over the phone for people that um, have the insurance. And... So yeah, it's a lot of meetings. I sit in a lot of meetings, and then I'm on calls with my staff. But that's did you you used to work in a hospital? Though. I did. Yes, when I first started nursing, I um, worked at the same hospital that Carly works at now. Oh, is that and, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. It had a different name. It changes names like every five years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I worked in um, orthopedic trauma and burns. Oh wow. wow! All on one floor. Wow. And they were always, always, always understaffed. I'm pretty sure they still are. And so I got burned out on that pretty quickly. Yeah. So yeah. I, after about three years of that, I was like, okay, what else can I do? So I floated to different floors and tried out like med medical oncology and different places. And um, I had a psychology degree before that. So I always kind of liked behavioral health and that's what I do now. I worked with um, a behavioral health team. So we deal with all the mental health issues. So when you're talking to people on the phone, you're talking to nurses on the phone? I am now as a manager, yes. Yep. But my, mm -hmm. my staff are staff of nurses, and they talk to the patients. And they talk to the doctors and you know, make sure that those patients are getting everything that they need. Most of the time, they've been in a facility. They've been in, inpatient somewhere. Uh -huh. um, and <coughs> they're all asleep snoring now. <laughs> they're getting and, there. Uh, We've so, got Bessie over here between us snoring. <laughs> Cute baby's still panting down yeah, here. Olivia can't cool herself, but she will. <laughs> so yeah we just try to make sure that they have everything they need to stay out of the hospital and stay home and be safe yeah so it's a type of like 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 remote nursing yes it's um all over the phone and um basically you're just kind of giving them education on their medications and making sure they're following up with their doctors based and on what kind of symptoms they're bringing forward right or, and yeah. you know we deal specifically with mental health so it could be suicide attempt uh, depression eating oh. disorders you know all those kinds of things so pretty much long-term stuff you know people right. it takes a long time to and with covid everybody was our we, we i went from this is backtracking a little bit when i started there about six years ago there was three behavioral health nurses i'm up to 21. Wow. So mental health is just a really big topic now. Yeah. And um, it's everywhere. And then with COVID, there was a lot of people stuck at home and they didn't like it and they were getting depressed and everything else. So our, 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 we skyrocketed. So job security, I guess. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sad if you think about it too much. So yeah. we just try to think about the happy ones. Yeah. Well, so your first foster was marmalade. Yes. She wasn't pregnant, but you still did you still continue to foster or she came to the ranch? No, I kept her for a while and then she went through a couple of homes. Um, yeah, she was like, a, she's going to kill birds. She's, yeah. she's the bird eater. <laughs> well, she wasn't like that bad. And then 
you know, I, I remember going to your house and, um, you know, just making some corrections and showing you just how to make like some boundaries. Yes, my beagles and were she, not quite sure what to do with this big dog. Yeah, they, they hadn't been yeah. around big dogs really. Right, and a little so, bit of an ox too. And, and she was uh, a little bit. Yeah, you know, wanted to play with her her yeah. front paws. So, um, yeah, he said, "Bring me the what did you say? The most wild dog that you have, or something like that. Bring that one first. And I let one dog out, and he was like, "That's it." <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> After that, they were all. Now they're just, you know, of course they've, they've had enough fosters in the house. Oh now it doesn't gosh. matter what size they're they like, are; yeah. they're just like whatever. Yeah. But with her, that she was, I kept her. She moved to Arkansas. She came back. She went back to Arkansas, and that's that's where she stayed. She went. She went to to. She went. What's, what's her name? Amy. Amy, Sh Amy Schultz. Schultz. Parents. Parents. And they had a bird. And she's and she was that the first one? That and she just wanted to get their she bird. It's like a big parrot. Yeah. And but we actually she fixated took her on to birds. see the chickens though, and she was okay because so we did try that. I had canaries at the time, and I took her in to see them, and I knew she had interest. I told Amy, this isn't gonna work. This, is, this isn't going to work, but she was insisted that she wanted to try, that they kept the bird in another room, but Marmalade just couldn't stay away from the door to that room. She's just like, yeah. smells like a bird in there still. Well, I'm sorry, a parrot is way more interesting than well, a canary. Parrots can attack behind the door. Especially if they talk, right? I can't remember, I can't remember, Wes, was she um, not good with cats either? For some reason, I feel like the first home had the second home had I cats. Don't recall, I don't. I I remember all my cat fails. I don't remember failing her. Okay. For what cat was fails. interesting about Marmalade, and I think we've talked about this in a podcast before, was she went to that home and we took a rudder back because yeah. we're not going to have this bird killed. You know, one moment has a t one moment you make a mistake, leave the door open, yep. and she's killed this mm -hmm. bird. So we brought her back. But every damn application that came in for her had, had a bird. <laughs> which is rare. It's what's just bizarre. Yeah. Like well, sometimes we have that happen though. Whatever it is that we can't accept, that's, we, all, you that's all you get. Right. We've Even had lots of them like that with a cat. Like, We've had lots of them like that with a cat. Yeah. And then they here comes all the cat applications. Or it's like no, it's so like we need <laughs> we an only dog home. And they say, well, I don't have any dogs, but I do have a cat. Right. <laughs> but even when you say, like, this dog can't live with a cat, then people will still apply that have a cat. It's like... Yeah. They okay. want the dogs. So uh, I don't think she went to another home. I think we kept her at the ranch until... Oh, I thought She's she had ranch three. For a while. She did go to um, a family in Arkansas that had, like, I think 10 dogs, and one of their dogs uh, oh, didn't get right. along with her. That's right. And so she, she came three. back, and then she went to Ashley, yeah. Yeah. and yes. that's where she stayed. Because yes. at the time, they it was, I think again, she had an apartment. Back so. in the beginning, where we would try things a little bit more, go kind of, I guess what we should say, maybe against our gut a little bit. Yeah. Whereas now, we're just like a hard pass. Or, you know, if no. I get any sense of mm -hmm. this might be a problem in some, forget We're it. just going to avoid it because yeah, we yeah. just might as well look for the situation. We're going to set you up for success. Right. Well, it's not in the dog's best interest to go and come back and right. go and come back. Right. And come back. But that was just kind of a learning curve. curve Nobody us. starts a rescue and you just hit it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we I mean, we did pretty good at hitting it out of the park. Yeah. I did say so myself. No. We, you have to have a few... Failures. That's how you learn. Exactly. Yeah. Well, That's the only way you learn. I was just veer off the road a few times before you figure out how to steer straight. Well, and also, also she was one of those ones to where it's like you share her and you share her, and it's like nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, or, and people or, weren't or knowing just, the breed, or just bird apps. You know. And it's like, man, I can't. Well, you know, so she so, was, sometimes you, you 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 don't get much coming in, and it's like, 
Well, this one may be, so you try, Well, but... you feel a little desperate because you've had the dog for, like, months and they don't get any interest. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating to me. It's always fascinating to me how some dogs come in and immediately you get bombarded with applications for them. And then other dogs, like Gina, has come in and you have one. You have one, and we're not sure it's a good fit. Well, mm-hmm. Gina and Zina. Zina had nothing. Zina would get nothing either. <laughs> easy perfect, peasy. Perfect She's an girls. Easy peasy dog. Perfect girls, easy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, man, I've had way harder. I've, I've had massives come in where it's like, there's no way we're going to find a home for this. <laughs> no Nobody's way. Take nope. this one. And then you get a dog like Zena or Gina where it's just like, look at you, you perfect little bear Sweet girl. Sweet little girls. And, like, and it's just crickets out there. Yeah. It's like, uh, hello, here's <laughs> here's an easy one, guys. Like, to this one. Uh, they're cute. They're hello? young. They're not, they get along with other dogs. I don't know. Why doesn't anybody want them? Well, oh. I think there's been a lot of comments that I've heard people like say to me in emails you know i never knew this breed until your page i didn't really know what this breed was i didn't know their personality it's just not a really widely known breed yeah other that's good. Than, that means it hasn't yeah. been completely destroyed yet yeah and so i think people once they kind of watch the page oh, and man. they've seen you know daryl they've seen bubbles donkey and how they interact and that they're with tiny little dogs yeah you know and so they're like oh they live with a little tiny dog and they're not wanting to eat them for breakfast and right. you know then you realize hey i might like that too because i mean who everybody knows i'm daryl's biggest fan yeah. i mean who wouldn't <laughs> want to bring daryl home and snuggle him and up, hey you know? you know sometimes i feel like i post pictures of daryl it's like i don't want to set people up for disappointment because there's not going to be a better looking dog <laughs> <laughs> well, i do have him as my profile Guarantee photo it's be yeah. smarter though because he's the ha- most handsomest photo ever so. I think really that might have been fur. something that hindered Zena too, because her story, you know, she, they took her, whoever owned her, owned her with a German <coughs> Shepherd and a Chihuahua and something else. Right, and they kept all those dogs and turned and, her in. And they came home to dog dogs being beat up, and they just oh they just yeah, that's right. And took her to the shelter. It's funny how it's her. it's funny how like I'm told the backstory going in, and then I look and I look over days, days, days and weeks. Days. Test, dogs, test and test dogs. and test and then all of a sudden that whole backstory that was it told to me all, all, yeah. all the stress that I carried of looking yeah. like looking and testing the story worrying about it it's like forgotten it, you forget the story because that's legit. you know but I guess some people remember it but it's like that dog's not gonna do anything no. what's what's ho- sad and hilarious about that dog is like you had some kind of fight or brouhaha in your house and you thought it was one dog but Wrong. You yeah. screwed up. Picked the wrong <laughs> dog. You picked the wrong one. And you know what? She had she had scars and wounds on her back legs. Yes. So that's Hurt- not a, and those are hurting scars. Those that's are German. Somebody else biting her. Yeah. Those are working breed chasing you scars. German Shepherd. Yes. That's who she lived. Or the Chihuahua. Chihuahuas. No, they were too big. The wounds. The wounds were too big to come come from the Chihuahua. It was the German Shepherd biting her on her back legs. Yep. Yep. Whatever. her. She's a nice dog, so yeah. good for her. She got out of there. So tell us, who was your first pregnant mama? Madge. She was a dachshund, and she had seven puppies. And that was um, late 2016. So after after Marmalade, I had the three Pomeranian puppies, and that was my first introduction to puppies. Those ones, that, I think they were Pomeranians, the ones that came from the homeless um, oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. The itsy bitsy. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. had them at your yeah. house after yeah. marmalade. <clears throat> yeah, so I went from big to little, but yeah, and then uh, Madge was my first <laughs> pregnant dog, 
And um, and did she deliver somebody, at home, or did she have a C-section? She delivered them all. Somebody raised their hand, or somebody asked, you know, is anybody willing to take a pregnant dog? And because we had another pregnant dog at the time that was in a foster home and that did pregnant dogs, and so I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and um, I, I was like, sure, I'll do it. And I had really good luck for a long time that all the litters born at my house all lived. Remember? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> I remember. It it's like anymore, statistically, <laughs> because it's like, wow, because I know statistically. So you were like thinking you're a failure well, compared to Jim. Statistics that's what she did. are still really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean was... because statistically, you will, you are expected to lose 30% of them. That's just the norm. That's just nature. And none of hers die. I mean, they like, had them all naturally. There was no C-sections unless they were Frenchies. Yeah. Or English bulldog, so I was just like, "Well, this is okay." So you know, I'd, I'd had some experience with whelping dogs before, but this was, you know, that was my first one for the rescue, and I just, she's my favorite to this breed, to this date, she's my favorite breed or my favorite uh, rescue. What did? What, uh, I don't remember who she got adopted to. Was she a long-haired dachshund? No, no, uh, no. little red. Um, did she have like the the one she that Dr. D had? Yes. The, the crazy eyes? Yes. Yes. Merida. She had the she had the brown and white puppies with the blue eyes. The one that Laura gave them the, the one wrong that dog. Laura gave no, them the wrong dog. Oh. 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 Let's spend twenty minutes talking That's about this. That's why Laura's not allowed to do puppy adoption. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was so I, I am hands off. Tell <laughs> <laughs> that story. Yeah, no, we need yes, to tell that story. Yes, we've already told that story. We told it. Leave Laura alone. They drove like an hour away with their new puppy, and, and then they did back. And they didn't want to bring it back. They had already yeah. bonded. I was stay, I wasn't doing the adoptions then, so I just dropped them off with you guys and went on home. And yeah, then I, I hear this story later, and I was like, "Oh, geez." And I don't think that we've ever had you not there for the adoptions ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know Well, but in my defense, at that time we did not have a sanctuary. We didn't right. have a place for Jen to do yeah. adoptions. We had the reception area where clients at were coming office, and going the ranch. at the Lone Star Dog Ranch. Yeah. And so I had the only interaction with the families. Yeah. And so it it made sense for me to interact. Yeah with them but then and, and the ranch office is small so to have you jessica me jen b making me fall down all in the office together <laughs> with families just didn't make any you, you know b again we were trying down. to find our way in the yeah, beginning you don't need b to fall down you fall down all by yourself <laughs> she, she wasn't helping. b for you b, falling down. b wasn't helping though <laughs> we, have, we have crammed quite a few adoptive families all in that uh office with we the have. playpen you with the Bernice's puppies puppies in mm -hmm. there Oh, yes. Bernice. We'll just get into yes. that story. Because... Uh, I was... Another surprise. So, okay, but, start start with the people that, that had Bernice. Because, because, you know, we're here on, on Happy Island, Island together. No, perfect, perfect Island, Island together. <laughs> you know, you know, that dog, Bernice, was rescued by Trish in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, because that's where I first saw a picture of her in the back of Trish's car. And I said, mine... She, it. it was to do, we. I think it was the Bordeaux rescue and us were kind of looking at her, and we said we'll take her. So we had Trish go pick her up. Yeah. So she was she was in a home, a foster home with a bunch of other dogs. With a bunch of other dogs that were not altered, <coughs> but we didn't awesome know all of that. Mm -hmm. So we 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 have her. And I have her. She's, yeah, Jessica I'm took her home. her because she's mine. Well, because the picture of Bernice comes in from Trish in the back of her car, and Jessica puts that emoji up with the heart eyes. Heart eyes. <laughs> I was out of town when she came in. And, it, and that my, dog was never going anywhere but to Jessica's house. That's, I mean, that's the only black mask Bordeaux we've ever had still. We've ever had, yeah. Tosador. So Jessica takes her home. I mean, well, she's like riddled with, I mean, she was heartworm positive. She had um, double entropion, top and bottom. She was, um, 
She had terrible arthritis. So in she's all on, of her joints. So all she's, of skin infection. She's a mess. So, so she's, she's on, on she's on Doxy. She's on Keflex. She's on pain meds. Pain meds. Uh, I mean, just she's just hit with all yeah. of these because we don't know that she's pregnant. Yeah, because why would I think that? Because you, you so, can't you can't give those medicines to dogs that are pregnant. Well, you no, know, you shouldn't. Can't puppies die because of yeah. it? And so we, like, yeah. comes six weeks later or so, she's laying she's laying on the floor. <laughs> never forget this phone kitchen. call. I'll never forget this phone call. So I'm just looking at her and she's laying on the floor and she's got some nipples there and I just reached down and I pinched one and milk came out. Oh, no. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a zit. No. Was it a nipple? No. Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, no. Yeah. That's my thought. Like, I, don't, I don't know why I did that. I just reached down and I pinched it. Just it's like, irresistible. I kind of a little bit and I pinched it and there was milk. That's real bad. <laughs> so that means she it's calls, kind. She calls me and I'm like, no. 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 You text Dr. Reno. Dr. Reno gets on the phone with me. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, okay. Terrible business. Terrible business. So, when she goes to Dr. Reno's and she had, Dr. Reno had another vet that worked there. I can't remember what her name was. It was a woman. She Turner? Dr. Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And there so was two Dr. Turners. And one she of them was a man, one of them was like, a woman, so we called her She Turner. She Turner. <laughs> what, is, what is the formal word for maternity medicine or uh, obstetric? I don't know. Yes. yes. For dogs. But she had specialized in that area. So she call, she calls me on the phone at the ranch. I'm out there in the yard. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I, I, I nearly fell off my chair. 500 puppies. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, how many does she have? 14. 14. She said, like, I can see at least 12. And I'm like, are you? If once there's 10, they, there could be five. Right. There could be 20. Yeah. I mean, you are you kidding me? And I'm knowing this medicines that she's on, and I'm thinking, this is obscene. <laughs> so and, and, what, you know and, what? It made me mad. It made yeah. me mad. And I had the phone number of the woman who was fostering her, and I called her up. What the, email, yeah. what the hell is this dog even pregnant with? What the hell is this dog even pregnant with? And I said, what has happened here? Because, because one dog can not normally impregnate another dog 14 times. That's the thing that Dr. D said, is this dog had been bred multiple times. Yeah. A dog doesn't breed once and have 13, 14 puppies. She's right. been bred multiple times. I didn't know that. So, yes. I, so I emailed this lady and I said, listen. 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 Here. Says, What's going on she in says your house? Listen and taps her hand a little bit. I said, be on. Because, <laughs> because we had this dog that was in your care as a foster. And and here she, she's sick. She's heartworm positive. She has terrible skin infection. She's got entropion. Terrible she's got arthritis. Terrible arthritis. All of her joints hurt. We got her on every kind of medication. Just and two we torn find ACLs out too. she's pregnant with. Teens. Yeah. Teens of More puppies. More than 10. Teens. T- double digit puppies. So what has occurred here? She's like, well, she's like, well, you know, we have her in that yard and we do have, it was a, some kind of that Aussie yard. doodle. <clears throat> it was a sheep doodle. Well, it was it? an Aussie doodle. It was an Aussie Bernice doodle. had Aussie doodle. It's an Aussie doodle <laughs> that isn't neutered. And I don't know. She's like, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe one of them jumps the fence, or I don't know. Jumps the and she fence. says to me, I'm sorry, I don't live on perfect island like you do. Oh! <laughs> that's where that is came that from. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I, I didn't know that's where perfect island that's came from. Oh, yeah. Island. Do you even know that? Oh, I, man. She was nasty, too, because she was, like, screaming at you that she was, like, having a high-risk pregnancy, and you were going to make her lose her pregnancy from wow. the stress. Wow, wow. 
Let's turn the drum up to 11 right yeah. after that. It was yeah. delicious. <laughs> it was, this is our exchange of, of me saying, you know what, don't foster dogs. That's all I want to say to you is you're, you've got your high-risk pregnancy and it's too much stress for you and you're fostering this dog. You can't even keep them apart. And you can't even keep them apart and now we have teens of puppies that are going to die because and I live on Perfect Island. I guess we do live on Perfect Island. Well, now. compared Obviously. to her, I do. We do. So, yeah. So off she went to Jim's. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and uh, all of the family came over to watch the uh, birthing process. Well, I'd already what? taken my bra off and I had my pajamas That's on. It too. That's it, too. Yeah. So, don't call her. Yeah. It doesn't go back on. It was New Year's Eve. It was I, the day before. It was the 30th. It was. Yeah. yeah because I was already was celebrating because I'd already yeah. poured a little glass of wine. And I was going to, you know, and that, I had to pour that out because Jim oh. lives quite a ways yeah. and I didn't need to. Have that and yeah. be driving around. But put well, my bra tell back us on. the story of when, when because she didn't give you a lot of signs that she was going to go into labor. This dog <laughs> loves her couch, right? So all day long, it was. It must have been a weekend because, or I was off work or something because because it's holidays. I mean, it's yeah. between um, Christmas and New so Year's. she's on the couch. She's panting all day long, panting, 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 and I'm like, let's go to the room. You know, have the room set up for you. Have the whelping pin set up for you. Let's go visit that. Uh-huh. And every time she'd go in there, she'd go, no, back to the couch. <laughs> Climb up on the couch, get her little, her huge pregnant belly up there, and pant, pant, pant. Did not sleep all day. Pant, pant, pant all day long. So about 5.30, she finally, I'm like, okay, we're going to go visit the study again and go back in the whelping pin. And she was like, oh, okay, this is a good idea. So then that's when she had her first puppy. But all day long, she panted and was like, you know, that was, she wasn't like nesting or anything but like that. But you said, but how did you find that first puppy? Yeah, tell oh. that. That's, so. This is a terrible business right there. <laughs> so I'm thinking this dog's never going to have this pup, these puppies. She's just going to be stubborn all, you know, or wait until the middle of the night or whatever. And so I said, okay, I'm going to put you in the study, you know, and close the door for a few minutes while I go get everybody's food ready. And I come back and I hear, I hear this noise and I'm like, is that puppies and so i go run in there and she has had a puppy off to the side of the whelping pin in the middle of the floor and she's just looking at me like <laughs> i don't know where that came from but uh, yeah so there was evidence remember of then she moved him. she did she picked up that puppy by its head and moved it into the whelping pin <laughs> bernice always moved her puppies by picking them up by their the heads. whole head With inside of her mouth, mouth. scary as all so get out laura and renee body. are like oh my god and i'm like it's okay it's normal some of them like she's coming <laughs> Some of them pick him up by the arm or the leg or whatever, but she she chose to pick him up by the head, and she that's how. She and he was a big around. old boy. The first one was a big old yes. boy. What was that? The big Nick. old Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Saint Nick. Saint, Saint Nick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big old fluffy. And boy. then it just like went. Uh, we went over there to Jen's. <laughs> now we don't go to Jen's anymore in the night, but we <laughs> we felt the need to go because it was, was so, so much, many. and we felt bad. Now now we know. Well, we knew then and we know now. Jen's fully capable. We can do whatever we need to do. She doesn't need us in her business. But we felt the need to go over there. Well, well it, it, went it was on, Jessica's like, dog, too. Till 2 yeah. in the morning. Yes, and about- finally at 2 in the morning, we're like... Puppies just kept coming out and coming out and coming out. And Bertie's like a clown car. It's like, it was, it was. It was a literal clown car. Yeah, she gets to about 10, and then she's like, I'm kind of done. And I was yeah. trying to help her out and, you know, clean them up as much as I could and take as much of the, you know, energy away away from her as i could but at about 10 she was like i'm over it so i loaded her all up in the car and we took her to the er and the rest of y'all went to bed yeah so i felt i did feel guilty it's okay i'm used to being up all night with them having puppies did they give (laughs) her like um, yeah they just gave her oxytocin and she got the rest of them out and then we loaded them back in and went back home 
Well, some of them were born dead, right? Yes. Um, there was a couple, I think, that were, um, they just couldn't be resuscitated. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that was just the beginning. Yeah, because there was a lot of death there. Eight survived. So um, it. it was pretty much like one or two every day for the first <laughs> week where um, I would find that they wouldn't latch well or um, they had, you know, intestines coming, coming out, out of their rears. And, yeah. 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 So there was a, there was some birth defects you could tell from the from the medication she was probably on from heartworms. Yeah. Because the lady wasn't on meds. Perfect Island, you yeah. know. If only she'd been on Perfect Island. Yeah, yeah, you know, that that's one of the things to point out. It's like we're so mad that we found out that she was pregnant is because man, we're trying to treat these do- th- this dog for all these different things and there are medications that you Give to dogs, and if they're pregnant, you, that they're not supposed to those. have. They're not supposed like to have people. those. You can't take everything when you're so pregnant. So that's that's why we're all like, yeah, that's flipping. why it made me mad. Yeah, because you know, some yeah. information here <clears throat> would be, you're fostering dogs that are getting pregnant in your care. I mean, yeah. don't be doing that because you're not good at or it. Or at least share with us the truth. Right. Be honest. She didn't even know. She was trying to piece it together afterwards. No, like, she, yeah. knew. Yeah. she knew. She knew. She knew. No, like, that set her back. That set Bernice back so far because mm-hmm. she's now gone through a whole pregnancy. And now she's got to wean all of these puppies before she can even get any of the things that she needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, Bernice is not going to tolerate any like sexual behavior around her. Are you talking about Bernice the hoe? No, she was. Anyway, I've I've seen her correct some dogs for that, where it's like she's not yeah, going to tolerate she was it. Dumb. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if I had thirteen babies, I'd have been done. Too. Well, but, well <laughs> but 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 even still, in uh, you know, birds and the bees talk here. If you see two dogs locking up, that's like a twenty to thirty minute event. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, yeah, you, and that's what Doctor D said. This happened multiple times. Whether whether, whether, that many whether that's consensual or not, this is this is a this is an ordeal. The, but that the, lady was on Perfect Island, so she just didn't see yeah. any, of that, any of that. Any especially with two hundred pound dogs in your yard. Yeah. You but know. thankfully, the eight seem to be. They're all healthy and happy and yep. yeah. growing huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Caramba. That was a fun one. So one of the questions on here that they asked is, what's the most number of litters you've had in your house at one time? So I saw that earlier, and I was trying to think about it. And I started off with, like, one mama at a time. And then And then it was, let's have four. And so I'm in around spring of 2019, March, April, I remember that I had... Uh, puppies in a playpen in my bedroom. I had a litter in the bathroom. I had a litter in, I had a whelping pin in the bathroom. I had a, a weaned litter in the kitchen. I had a mama dog upstairs in the, in the, in a spare bedroom. Are you I had, kidding me? I had one in the study that was having puppies. So, I mean, there was, yeah, there was a rotating, there was, there was a lot, every square inch of the house that could <laughs> hold a dog with puppies, it was taken up. So that I think was the most mama dogs with puppies that I've had. But um, the fun story is Sasquatch and Fair, who one had six and one had nine, and they decided to have puppies on the same day. Yes. <laughs> so 15 puppies. As soon as Fair finished, I I was about, I, I ran out to go to the grocery store or something um, just quick, and I come back. It was like 30 minutes later, and Sasquatch had started having her puppies. So it was like as soon as one finished, the other one started. And they were, one was upstairs, one was downstairs. So it was very bizarre. <laughs> And Sasquatch, she was a smuggler, wasn't she? Yes. You didn't know she was bred. Fair, Fair was, uh, I think Fair might have been, maybe not. I just remember that her belly got huge. There was pictures at the sanctuary of her, like, about to explode with her nine babies. Yeah. 
but I think Sasquatch was one that we didn't know about. Yeah, we didn't know about that. We've she had was... quite a few of those. Yes. That, that Cheerio that you had, there was no information that that dog was right. bred. She had a belly, but they didn't say anything, mm -hmm. so we didn't know she we was We had Gorilla who really smuggled cute. them. Oh, yes. then there was the Schnauzer with the tail. The Schnauzer, the Toto. Was it Toto? No, Toto no, had she her puppies. She was the, the one that was a, ca a cage in the same cage as um, Miss Kitty. Toffee. Toffee. Yes, Toffee. Yes. Yeah. Right. Where she yes. was at the ranch for quite some time, and then and she had a sweater on because it was cold. And we were yes. like, yeah, she, what's she everybody feeding this yeah, No, <laughs> no, no your, your mom said the boys are feeding her too much. It's the boys. Because <laughs> I took her sweater off to wash it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and she texted me. She goes, well, those boys are just feeding her way too much. Well, they did, because we had Benny there at that time, and they would always, Benny was always Yeah, but I threw it in the guys. text, like, how much is she eating? And they go, she, she hardly even eats. Mm. So I'm like, oh boy, she's a smuggler. <laughs> she smuggled them in. We've had quite a few smugglers. So how many how many puppies have been born at, th that survived at your house? Um, I wrote it down, but it's over there. I can go get it. Go get but, it. But um, there was so far to date, not including music's puppies, just music. There's 315 oh mama my. and puppies what? that I've had <laughs> since. Oh my god! <laughs> since, I would never have what? guessed that many. I'm yeah. Like, wow. I have to say that every time we go to an auction, we look in the catalog and there's like, you know, there's this bread this or this bread that. And I say, well, I'll just have to ask Jen. And Travis is like, you, you can't keep asking her to do this. <laughs> and, I, and I say, she is the one that, that says, bring me a pregnant mama. Yeah. Jen, you have to vouch for us that we're not abusing you this way. No, not at all. You always ask, unless we have the smuggler ones we don't know about, but right. you always ask me, you know, how many do you think you want to take? And I'm, you know, I usually say one or two knowing that it could end up with three or four because that's of the roll. smugglers. Because of the smugglers. Yeah. 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 And, that's, and, that's, and that's, in my opinion, one of the most difficult things, too, is that you know, and like and like we've described before, like this whole thing, it's like best laid plans, like yeah. what dogs were going for, or blah blah blah. But right. <clears throat> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like the majority of pregnant mamas that we've gotten were not purchased as pregnant mamas. No, no. I would say like a, a third of them at 50, least. Fifty fifty. I kind of want to say half. Probably. Like where you get them from the auction house and the auctions it, it's not, it's not, it's less than. I half. mean, how many times do they say this dog is bred and it's not? Right. The majority it's, it's of like the time. The majority. It's, it's, it's like the majority. Every single Bordeaux at auction <laughs> that they say is bred has never been bred. Ever. Right. Then the, the first Bordeaux that we get that's pregnant they said is nothing. Jolene's mom and Kiss. she smuggled him in too. Yeah. yeah. She was a smuggler. Not a word. Not a word. Yeah. I bet you've How did we more... find out she was pregnant? I don't even remember that. Doctor D called me. She Which went in. For a she went in for. It was a, I think she might have been going for shots, like just a a, a boot her boosters. I think, but she just felt... and she's like she's like uh, this dog has boobs. <laughs> she goes. There's something. But we've got a lot of male mamas come swinging in the wind, right? Well, but she, she said that about Bernice too, because Bernice had been there like the week before for something, and she's like. I looked at that dog when she was in there, and I thought. A so little now, something. when she has that thought, she calls me and she's like, "This dog has boobs," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, there's no way." And she's like, "I'm telling you." She goes, "I'm taking her to X-ray now, and I'm not even going to listen to you. I'm just taking her for an X-ray." <laughs> sure enough, she's pregnant. That happened. That's happened to Had us her so many. Pup, pup in there. We got pup, 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 pup in there. <laughs> got nanas in there. <laughs> That's, so yeah, uh, that's what I was curious too about. Like you know, like like Magnolia is such an old dog. Um, it was at the previous adopter. I guess that whatever vet they took that to, they just kind of knew. 
No, they took like, an X-ray of well, her. Well, because well, it has to be an X-ray, so they just. She was she was sick. She had been sick, like having. And the lady said she was gaining weight. Yeah. I think she had an upper respiritory. Okay. Or so they so they were looking that for she had like pneumonia. GI. No, like they're going to do a body, yeah. and they'll so look at her chest and look at her belly, and then there's like all this skeleton. You just wonder. It's like you know. Well, you know, if you go to just a traditional vet and you want to do like an X-ray, there has to be like a reason for that, unless like the vet saw that like. Probably, you know, probably pregnant or something. Yeah, no, they weren't expecting it. I yeah. remember her saying, um, what kind of food do you have? Or the previous adopter had said, I had talked to her at a, one of those events, and she was like, yeah, they asked me if I had her own puppy food. And I'm, and she was like, why would I do that? And she was like, well, because she's having babies. And she just burst into tears. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I'm in the Tuesday morning. If y'all know what a Tuesday morning is, they have all kinds of bric-a-brac and knickknacks. I just ran that card over to the side, <laughs> left out of the store, and called you. And you're like, oh, no. Terrible oh, business. Uh-huh. Terrible. Terrible business. But she was so cute. I just couldn't resist her. And I had other dogs at my house that were similar age. And yeah. she just sucked me right in. I just knew, kind of like, you know, you did with Bernice. Yeah. And I saw one picture that you took, and I was like, oh, I have Sometimes to have her. Sometimes that's yeah. all it takes. Yep. That weird that's just Trav with his, with his Daryl. With Daryl on the table outside. Get him. That Get is all. Him. Jen, you have to. So there's this, this one funny story of Jen and me. And I just love this story because I'm like, <laughs> this is like such a small world. So t- tell the story of you and me. Sure. So I grew up in Plano and my whole life lived in the same house from the time I was six until I graduated high school. And um, actually, until my, almost my brother graduated high school. But anyway, um, the elementary school was right down the street from me. And I had a friend who lived in this house. And when we were in elementary school, a car drove into the side of the house and like through the garage living room area. And um, so Laura had me come over to her house for something one day and I, I drive up and I'm like, hey, this is my friend Paige's house. She lived here. This is, so I told her the story of what happened. Well, she said, she do you know knew. something? And I'm like, well, I, I knew on the side of my house that the brick didn't match exactly at this one. And it was, <laughs> it was so subtle that I couldn't, I'm like, it looks like maybe a car went through there or something. I don't know, but it, like you wouldn't even notice it if you drove by, but mm-hmm. I was just out there one day and I thought, and so I always wondered what happened to my house. And then Jen comes to my house and said, hey, I know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so behind her house is the alley. And so I guess they just missed the alley and drove through the house by accident. Or I don't know if it was a drunk person. It happens. Yeah. So I, I had my friend grew up in that house. So she solved the mystery of my house so that small and world. Your layout of your house is exactly the layout of the one I grew up in. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It was just, what, two blocks over? Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Small. It's a small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on 300 plus puppies. Well, so, so plus I, whatever like, music. I has. looked at the database recently, and we're approaching. I mean, we're at 2,000. We're now. almost at 2,000. We're like so at 1896. That makes my number sound really small when you say it that no, way. You've, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have no, no, no. single-handedly raised one sixth of the dogs, raised and adopted one sixth of the dogs in the entire history of dog interest. That's awesome. And yeah. once you have this next. Yeah, litter. The music go go over music the in four hundred babies. Mark. She's got a lot of babies in there. Yeah. How many do we know yet? With six to eight with an ultrasound. Yeah. So, so she goes in next week for her X-ray to because she's supposed to be due. Because yeah, ultrasounds aren't weeks. nearly as accurate as an X-ray. What's she is. supposed well, to be with? A Maltese. Maltese. Oh. Yes. So usually with an ultrasound, 
if Dr. Reno's like, ah, there's five, three, four, something like that, I can usually double it. Du yeah. And, and that's how much is actually going to happen in the x-ray. So to say so that there's, there's six there. or eight with an ultrasound, yeah. I don't think we've ever had that happen I thought, before. I thought, the, I was I thought like, the same thing when she said that. I just went, <laughs> oh, geez. Could she have like... Could she have like twelve little puppies in there? Well, you really would. You, you, I mean, you would kind of think like with the smaller dogs, like they can have more. But then, like you guys talking about Bernice, fourteen, fourteen on on X-ray, and I don't just like our Bernice like, didn't look like humongous mm -hmm. either. Like some dogs look look like. I mean, like Peggy was like eight miles. Oh my god, yeah. Peggy! Peggy was like so. She's I, so I, I, wide. She's yeah, body too. So there's nowhere for Peggy's her to go. belly was like dragging on the ground. I think the one that shocked me the most that you had was was Toffee, that Schnauzer. Mm -hmm. Wasn't she? Had, just she had like eight. Enormous, mm -hmm. enormous yeah. belly. Enormous. I want to say it's like a on. tiny dog walking around with a keg of beer belly. She had six. It's like get out of here. Carumba. They all looked funny. They're all like what we have now. So with, Bernice um, was the biggest litter that you ever had. Yes. Giggles was 11. She oh, Giggles was, was 11. So that was the second you, one. Did you raise 11? Did all, they all survive? Yes. She came, she if they came with springs, her puppies. They always survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's true. Giggles came with her puppies already. They were like oh, no, newborns. The shelter. Yeah. What about the, um, the, the Mastiff puppies that you had? The ones that were really big. Remember the one that... Um, Vera Bradley. Vera Bradley. She had... How many did she have? I'm sorry, y'all. The biggest puppies I I've ever seen. They were humongous. She had... Well, she had seven that lived. And they... Yeah, that's I wrote down giant puppies. <laughs> how, how big have those puppies grown to be? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure... Um, I haven't talked to Carrie in a while. The one that adopted the runt. She has the large, smallest the, one. Yeah, the she, she got the runt, who I think is a great Dane. <laughs> yeah, she's. I saw a photo over. Of her. Did you ever see those puppies in person? Yeah. Jen brought one or two of them. I think we like. You came by the ranch after they had their vaccines or mm -hmm. something. I've, they they went to the sanctuary. I couldn't even believe it. I could not even believe yeah. the size they were of those. Giant. I yeah, mean, I, I'm a mastiff person. I you know. Well, their mom is not that big. Your no, was she's not, not big. that big. No. But you know, like a bear pup, like the size that Bubs was compared to those. Those pups are like twice as big yeah. as Bubs. Yeah. I think I, I, every once in a while, I would bring them, whenever I was doing the adoptions at the sanctuary, if I got bring there a little bit early, I would bring them by so you could see them, because um, nobody ever sees the puppies but me at my yeah. house. So yeah. well, We I try think, to keep them yeah. away from people and diseases. <laughs> yes. Seriously. So every once in a while, I'd bring them, and you'd walk out to the car and take a look at them. Ooh, and all over their size. Hi. That's huge Kitty. puppies. Kitty's over here wanting to join the podcast. Hi. Kitty always wants somebody to hold her during the podcast. <laughs> That, um, oh, Toffee oh, and Dolly Ann, and they, they've made me uh, schnauzer lovers. So, oh, Kitty's fine as long as you don't like kiss her face. She doesn't want to be kissed. I won't. She wants Although to look at your face. She wants to smell your face. But if you try to kiss her, she'll like, whoa, get away from me. This is the same thing. So she's like, gonna bite you. Yeah. She's get down? really, really upset. Oh, Kitty. She's so cute. So tell us about the. You know, a lot of people don't understand. <laughs> including Mr. Ricky Barnes, who always worries on the transport home. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? There, the, there's like a process to. There's so much to know that people, and I don't even know where to begin with. You know, so I saw one question was, you know, how do I get them to trust me? And I, my preference is to get them to my house 
a few at least a few weeks before they're due so I can start to bond with them and I, that way I can take their temperature so I usually will take their temperature twice a day sometimes three times a day when we're getting close and then you'll know normal for a dog is 100 to 102 and so you normal uh, you would know if the temperature dropped to like 98 that or even just a full degree sometimes that they're getting close to having puppies within 24 to 48 hours and so that's kind of my first clue and then I make sure that I'm but if you don't have that couple of weeks to like establish a pattern of this dog yeah. which then sometimes you don't have no, with the right. smuggling and yeah. sometimes you need because you have no idea when they're due unless yeah. you right. next right yeah right and so a lot of times um you know one of the questions I think was, do I stay in there with them and all that? I, I want to keep an eye on the mom. I want to make sure she's doing okay with having the puppies. We don't know why they were sold most of the time. Were they a bad mom? Were, you know, do they, do they eat, eat their babies? Yeah. Yeah. Do they, yeah. And it's usually because they, they are have, a bad mom. Do they yeah. have milk? You know, all this, you know, all these things you have to think about. Uh, and um, so I try to take their cues if they're, you know, if they're okay with me staying in there. Some of them don't want to have puppies unless I'm in there. Some of them are like, you stay outside the door and I'll do my thing. Mm -hmm. And so I just try to take my cues from the, the mom. And um, some of them will want all their babies with them, no matter what. And I'm like, I want to put the baby, the, the wet baby in the incubator and keep it warm while you work on having more babies. And they're like, nope, I'm not having any more babies till you put mine back. Right. And so you have to just kind of get a feel for, I, I speak mama dog now. So <laughs> I to get a feel for what they, what their preferences are. And then I always keep the, I, the smaller ones, I try to keep in a whelping pin in my master bathroom so I can baby gate off the master bedroom and the master bathroom close the door so they have all the privacy they need and my other dogs are not getting in there. And um, the larger dogs, I keep a whelping pin in the study for them usually. And so um, it also has a closed door. I try to give them as much privacy as possible, but um, I like to get them ahead of time if I can, just so that I can kind of get them used to the whelping pin, get them used to me. And um, I do usually, um, try to grab the puppies and weigh them and clean them up as much as I can and make sure they're breathing good and they're pink and you know all that kind of thing and but you know moms want to lick them and bond with them too so I have to kind of let them do their thing and then whenever it's a good time then I'll grab them up and weigh them and stick a collar on them and Renee will send me a list of names and then we start shooting pictures everywhere of here's these dogs and tell, tell about the ordeal that we went through with Autumn Dove and Angela and Ooh. how you got Today is Angela's baby, or sorry, um, yeah, Angela's baby's one-year birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, so Angela was a corgi, and yes. Autumn Dove was the lab. sweet, wow. sweet lab. Yes, and they, um, so I had them both at my house, I think. I had them both there when, when I'm pretty sure, when, Angie, when Angela had her puppies. And um, she, her puppies were three weeks old when Autumn Dove went into labor with hers. And she was, um, there was... Green goo, that's what I like to say. That was happening while we were filming a podcast. Yes, I remember yeah. that was all, that was all going on. So usually that you know if there's discharge of any kind that's kind of a strange color, I that's kind of alerts me to say you know there might not be something right here. So we well, because up, what that means is there might be a dead puppy in there, yeah, an infection in there, in something yeah. is wrong in there. Right. So I saw that with her, and so I took her to the ER, and um, I normally if dogs have to have C sections then you know i'm like oh okay they're gonna keep them overnight wait you know after their c-session they'll have to wake up and you know all that kind of stuff and so i went home and went to bed and woke up to laura uh blowing up my phone 
Yeah. <laughs> so um, that to let me know that unfortunately she had passed away, which I was shocked about. I didn't yeah. anticipate. We were all shocked. Yeah. I didn't anticipate that happening. Um, and so I went up and got the puppies. And how um, many were there? Four. Four. Yeah, I think there were boys. And they they we so this happened like at three a.m. in yes. the morning when she passed away. So I'm awake at three a.m. Renee had her phone on, so I was already on the phone with her. Mm-hmm. I was trying to call mm-hmm. Jen because by six. 45 the er is calling me saying hey these puppies are crying you've got to come for these puppies and i'm like freaking out i'm in the market street parking lot (laughs) on my way to work i don't uh, i'm I'm telling them i'm like look jen's gonna wake up in a minute jen's gonna wake up in a minute i don't keep my phone on the charger in another room on silent anymore (laughs) <laughs> after that um, but i just didn't anticipate you know I mean, no, they go in for, for c-sections all the time and she just um she just started hemorrhaging and they couldn't stop it and yeah. so which um, i mean maybe like in retrospect you know she's gooey like it's something right cutting loose in there mm-hmm. you know something stinky something's wrong but you know that's still not what you would we've expect. never lost a mama like no that. and no. you know she just was from the moment that we got her she, she was, was had this the sweetest soul and it just mm-hmm. came out to you yeah. you felt mm-hmm. it from her just the moment our, you met our her our bitter felt the same way when she met her she fell in love with her and so to and it was to get a phone call her. that she had just died out of nowhere you know mm-hmm. and that they did i mean the vet himself was just devastated the vet techs were devastated we're crying in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, this it was just horrendous. Well, and now you have all these hungry puppies, and yeah, and no they're crying for, for real. And but we're like wrong. scrambling. Where's the milk? Where you need some bottles and some milk replacer. You know, yeah. so that. I had a few that I had to bottle feed along the way, and so I had some supplies, and I was I was preparing myself to bottle feed four babies. Yeah. And you have to feed them every two hours around the clock. So um, they ask on the one of the questions was, "Do I get any sleep?" And the answer is, "No, sleep is overrated." <laughs> but um, well, and this wasn't your only. You have you have Angie's puppies. Yeah, there are two that are three weeks old that yeah. are you know, you're on your way three kind of weeks, out of the three woods. Three weeks old is pretty old for. <clears throat> Right. I mean, they've got I mean, teeth. Thinking, They're getting I'm, up I'm on th- their exactly. Feet. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting out of the danger zone. I'm thinking, yeah. but I'm thinking to myself, hmm. we're like, we just got to go for this. I'm wondering if she might. I mean, you have to try. Poor Would she shot. possibly? But there, but the the difference between a newborn puppy and a like you said, the, the puppy that's getting on its feet and, and rare, <laughs> just ra- rearing up. It's like it's. It's so obvious for this mama that this, what is, I mean, most. It's like the difference between a newborn and like an eight-month-old baby. Exactly. So I'm thinking the the odds that she takes these puppies, that's just not going to happen. It's just not. But we're going to try. Yeah. I picked one up and I said, okay, let's give it a shot. And I took one puppy in there to see how she would do. And she didn't bat an eye. Um, I was like, oh, let me just put it on a nipple, see what happens. (laughs) The puppy's like, food. Yay! And so um, she started licking it, cleaning its butt right away, and you know, and I was like, oh, okay, well, let me go grab another one. And so, hi, Ed. Is that Ed? No, I can't eat tomato. Sorry. <laughs> and um, so I grabbed the others, and you know, one by one, she just was like, oh, okay, no problem. And the other, for some reason, the corgi puppies were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nap over here. You take care of that. So they weren't in the way or anything. Dear. She just Dear. completely. Um, and tell about the incubator, because that's the best part. What about it? You put the, you put, you put, oh, right. Yeah. So after a few minutes, you know, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to, 
this is brand new. I don't want to right. leave him with her unattended. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> let's let might, them get some milk and then she, I'll yeah, keep them over she here. Might decide, I, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just use her. You know, I'll feed them with her and then I'll take them back up again, put them in the incubator so they can stay warm. And um, she, Corgi, little legs, jumped in the air up to the top of the bathroom cabinet. Give me back my lab babies. <laughs> so I put them back in there and all the little corgis went and got all around them with their little fluffy selves and kept them all warm and that was it. It was just, it's one of the It was a miracle. Fantastic. Magic. Just fantastic. I mean, well, to take we all just went. It was like, oh, you know, a sigh it was of relief. just unbelievable. I mean, from the from the, her dying to here's this corgi mama taking these lab pups. It was like, it was like a damn make you cry movie. all day long, <laughs> all the day. Yes, we cried from sadness and then from happiness. And yeah. when you yeah. sent the text that she was jumping and wanted the puppies back, I started crying. I yeah. was at I was at work and yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Just yeah. too much. And we've tried that before with Poncherita. It was no, it was not Poncherita. It was Dorito. Dorito had seven oh. babies, and yes. one by one they just perished. And so we brought in Stork, who was um, she Dorito can't... was an English bulldog. Stork was a French bulldog, but she had it seemed like she was rescued from the the mill with full of milk. Yes. And so we're like, okay, let's try it out, see if she would surrogate. And she was she would lay down for them, but as soon as I you know moved, she was like, meh, I'm out of here. Yeah, she so, never really had the love for them. Like. And then, um, so I was back and forth with them. It was a mess because once Dorito saw that somebody else was trying to take care of her puppy, she was like, no, I want them back now. Right. <laughs> so, well, um, that was like the most doomed litter ever, wasn't it? Yeah, it was crazy. English are always so hard. They usually, they'll have a onesie or they just... Have we ever had an English bulldog litter that was successful where all of them survived? No. I mean, it, no. I'm pretty sure that was the only litter that actually survived. And they always come with and that a, was like a nipple that's not for, seriously you know, that big. Oh my gosh, to fit so in a mouth work. that big. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, there's no way a puppy can get their oh, yeah. mouth around that nipple. I don't know how they how they do that, but yeah, um, that they were a lot of work to try to keep alive. Even yeah. the three they did, and um, so the I don't you know the. She had seven, and just one by one, they, they just, just they yeah. just died. But those three were always scrawny and sick looking, and not you know they didn't look full. It and, was like a struggle, like the yeah. whole time. I would try yes. to bottle feed them, and they didn't like it, and tube feed them, and just do all kinds of different things. And you know, so we tried everything we could through the kitchen sink at them, and they finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm gonna just start feeding them puppy mush, mush because yeah. Yeah. they need to get something sticky in their stomach. And then that those after that, pups got all, got all adopted by the, the same, same family. It was have, the same family. Have, have you had any updates about them? Um, I I saw a couple over, um, not not very often, but I think um, it was a son and daughter-in-law, I think, that came to pick them up because uh-huh. they were from Arizona. Yeah, they live and, by the um, Rosenthal's. They work with Lee's wife. Uh, yeah. And so they have, like, all their extended family lives there together. I think I saw them in a wagon once. Yeah, they were in a wagon. But I think um, the son and daughter-in-law, or daughter and son-in-law, I think it was da- son and daughter-in-law, came to pick them up and take them back. But the parents were going to be on vacation for a little while, so they were going to take care of all of them. And I think they've kind of... I don't know if they divvied them up or the other dogs they had in the house, but I know that they've they've moved them around between the family so that everybody can get to know them and, and have some time with them. But I don't see I don't see too many updates on them yeah. on the Facebook page. The other hard one that you had was that Frenchie with the palette. Oh, a bit of honey. A bit of honey. Oh my gosh! So she was my first litter um, that she ran out of milk at two and a half weeks. She was a, she was my challenge. If yeah. you ask me what my most challenging was, that was her. Because um, even though some the of the other ones... The only foster that slept in Jen's yes, bed. Yes. The <laughs> there's been some challenges, but she was the she was the longest challenge. But she had two puppies, Junior Mint and Goober. Yes. And at Christmas time, all the Christmas time ones. 
Um, and she ran out of milk in like two and a half weeks. And I'm like, wait, you're not done yet. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and so, wait. She know, didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> Where's Angela the Corgi? <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to work and bottle feed these babies. And so we thought it would be fun to have volunteers come over and, you know, rotate. But really, it just turned into everybody hang out with the puppies and Gab. And I'm like, I got to work. You got to go. Yeah. yeah. So um, I ended up just, and it was a short time because they were already like two and a half weeks. And I usually start to try to wean them a little bit at a time by four weeks. So it was just a yeah. short period of time that we had to do that but um i remember when so, we came <laughs> over there on the the new year's eve for bernice's puppies your mom was there and mm. she's bottle, bottle feeding frenchies and we have bernice birthing babies in here it was like a free that's for all pretty normal i think i'll get back to her in just a second but who was that um i think it was tacos babies and i had uh, i was bottle feeding a frenchie i think and i was i had her like on my lap bottle feeding videoing the the taco babies playing in their pen so i'm like gotta multitask around here yeah but um so a bit of honey she gets she weans her puppies on her own terms and then we decide we're going to take care of her cleft lip and it turned out to be way more in intense than we thought really it was she big. had a lip and, and a palate yeah she had a hole in that there the lip just looked like a little cutout so we, i thought you know no big deal but she was getting stuff stuck up in her um nostrils and stuff so yeah um so we decided to go th with the surgery. Well, along with that surgery comes a retainer that's wired on because they've cut her, you know, the whole top of her mouth to fix it. And so they want me to keep that in place for at least a week, two weeks if I can, and tube feed her, by, you know, by through her neck. Um, it went in a tube that went into her stomach. It was a huge, um, a huge. So, you know, I, I know how to tube feed. I, you know, I'm a Travis nurse. is over there. She needs a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> basically, she had a, basically, she had a feeding tube that instead of yeah. goes through her nose and down her throat, it was, it that's was all involved. sutured into the side of her neck it, yeah. instead of going down her nose. Mui had the same thing. Whenever Mui was so I do sick. remember so that. So it was a tube that went into her stomach so I could feed her, you know, push the food through Without the tube. Without touching her mouth yeah. or her nose so or her throat. So nothing here was mm -hmm. affected. So she had this retainer to keep her... The, her stitches basically they sewed up the inside and they put this retainer on top of it so that she couldn't lick the stitches mm -hmm. and so i'm supposed to keep that in place and then i'm supposed <laughs> to feed her this tube feeding stuff and that was the only nutrition she was getting she couldn't have any soft food no nothing in her mouth at all for like two weeks and that girl man as soon as you even think about looking away <sighs> Yeah. She's trying to get that, that retainer out of her mouth. Yeah. You wore so, her in like a baby Bjorn, oh yeah. didn't you? She was with me 24-7. I would, If she moved at all in the bed, I was going, don't touch it! <laughs> so there was no sleep for like two so weeks. So that because... was her only foster in the bed because she's like, you're not going to! <laughs> we had lots of come-to-Jesus talks. and uh, Yeah, so she, we made it through... Um, I think it was, we went about a week and we went in for a checkup and they're like, okay, everything looks good. Keep doing this for another week. And I'm like, no, oh, no, no. no. Like, you said a week, like maybe two. <laughs> yeah. So we made it to the time frame we needed to with the retainer and they're like, okay, well, let's give it a little more time with the tube feeding and I'm fixing her food. And I looked down and she said, Phew. Oh, <laughs> she just threw that thing right out she's like i don't want to feed anymore so i called them up and i was like i let you guys know but i called them up and i was like oh, she tore this out and we have to put it back in and they're like i oh, just go ahead and try soft food now so yeah but the, yeah that was a challenging two even, weeks even setting up for that surgery because i don't think dr wilkins did that i think it was a different and it was like a whole 3d mm -hmm. design that yeah, they had to they had do. to do a mold kind a of a mold mm -hmm. kind of a thing of her head and her to try to figure out even to try to figure what out they had well, to it try had to, to, to be it. custom made mm -hmm. for her mouth so it was a really big deal 
It it's was. Once again, it was one of those kinds have of things. Have you seen this dog? Well, the, yeah, have you seen this dog? But it gives it gives us the opportunity for them to learn to do things. Yeah, how many chances was, do those doctors get to do right, something like that? I was that? taking her to a place off of Trinity Mills. Must so you DBSC went to DBSC Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. I can't remember which doctor did that surgery, but I don't remember either. But I, I feel like I remember just Jen with a bag. Or yes, pictures of Jen. I carried her around everywhere. Um, she was determined to get that retainer out, and that she didn't even sleep for two weeks. She was like, as soon as you close your eyes, I won't get it out. She was a busy little dog yeah. anyway. She was so she cute. Was so I loved cute. her personality. Tiny little, tiny yeah. little sassy Frenchie. Yeah, I've seen some updates on her. She's she's doing well. Yeah, yeah. cute, funny. That you know, some of these dogs. I can't. I don't know which one it was, but maybe you remember it was. But some, but some of these mamas, there was one in particular. I don't know if she had four or five puppies, but it's like, forty-five minutes and all of her babies are out. It's like boom, 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 boom. And then other ones, it's like uh, poor Jen. It's like uh, through the night, and it's you know. <laughs> no, it it always happens at night. Yes. And. As, like starting at 10 o'clock at night, you know, when you're already past being tired and then it because, goes till you know, 6 a.m. She's gone to bed by 7.30. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I stayed up with Renee till supper at 4. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and then there's, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Dolly Ann. She um, was a schnauzer with, was supposed to have eight puppies and I thought we were all done. And I go to get a drink or something, and I come back, and oh look, number nine. <laughs> oh, so that's always a question, you know. Is, is the X-ray right? Is that the right, you know, number What's of Dolly puppies? Ann, and... Is she Gus's mother? Gus the schnauzer so. that we take care of. Oh them. yes, Maui, Maui yes. and Gus, I think. No, no Maui's, Maui's different. Is, Maui Morris. was Marilyn. Oh. So she was my second, like after Madge, the dachshund, my yes. first one. I got Marilyn when her puppies, uh, Morris and Miley, were yeah, like I remember two that weeks story. old. <laughs> yeah, they were like so, two weeks old. So that different. was the same day as Laura gave away the wrong puppy. Yeah, when I felt uh, that was so. Well, I, I, <laughs> it was. It was. I met with Morris's family at four thirty right before I came here. They said to tell you hello. Yay. They are adopting the little golden doodle boy, mm-hmm. and so they're super excited because it's been five years, and. Their little Morris grew up with a golden who's mm-hmm. passed away. And he's very lonely there, so they're super excited. That little dude is awesome. a sweet little boy. That's awesome. Yeah, you've had um, quite a few Schnauzer mamas. I have. That's why I like them so much now. Yeah, Dachshunds they're the and best. Schnauzers and Chihuahuas. Um, Unity, I think, is my favorite. And Laverne. Laverne was my favorite. Oh, and she, oh. you know, about Laverne. She wasn't a, a pregnant mom or anything. She was older, but she had to have those um, the mammary the chains. chains and. Yeah. So she was my medical foster that I had, I think, but probably before Millie came along and started yeah. taking those. Yeah. But yeah, there's a few that stick with you. You know, once you get hooked on schnauzers, I mean, I said I'd never own one again. Uh, I recall you saying that many a time. <laughs> and you and know what? I, and what I've had to do is, I, is because I can't take them out on the trails. You just can't. You can't do well, it. Well, especially Kitty, because Kitty's not a real schnauzer. She has in there that's why she has no because hair. i don't because i won't shave my schnauzers down right really. but a schnauzer hair is more wiry it should be more wiry than that and easier to even brush Mar- out but this Maris, is like a poodle Maris, i couldn't take out there she'd yeah. be covered in burrs oh, and snappy. i have to abuse her i have to bring her home and no, so it's her. like really thick fluffy hair on the yeah. legs and nope. that's why you need a sweeps <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect 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 schnauzer 
for sweeps? I'm still looking He's right now. He's trying to recruit, recruit, recruit Liz. <laughs> the the, 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 uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the uh, hair on her ears is like an inch long right now. She's in serious need. Right. I was going to say, I'm, you have a groomer <clears throat> in the family. He doesn't, you don't want him as your client. Do I, though? No, no, I don't want him as my client. <laughs> she yeah. looks totally different when her name. Cuts her hair. She looks fantastic. No, she looks fantastic. Oh, right now she looks like a big fat thing that she came out of the trash. The best sweeps. I prefer shaggy sweeps. She's so fat that Travis always blames it on her hair, and then he gets a hair, she gets a haircut, and then he blames it on me. That she I is not fat. fat. I will post pictures tomorrow. <laughs> she's totally fat. Oh, yeah, she's not. I told Liz that I, if I, because I have all boys now, and I was like, maybe I'll branch out and I won't get beagles, and I'll do you know something like a schnauzer or even a um, dachshund or a. A chihuahua or something like that is my next dog and I want to get a girl at some point but I was like I live literally across the road from Liz so I was like I could just oh, bring them do? over but yeah. I've never mm-hmm. owned a dog that I had to groom before so it would basically be her dog living at my house <laughs> <laughs> that's what I asked her one time I said well what would I do like, I think I was looking at a poodle or I was like well what would I do with that well you have a friend I happen to know a groomer <laughs> Yeah, and Liz is fantastic, man. I would, I would. She is. She's groomed Kitty for me before. I should probably take sweeps over there. You probably should. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna text her pretty soon. You're not gonna stand over her shoulder stand though, because she'll whip you. Tell her not to cut the beard I don't have to stand over. It's just, it's just very simple instructions. I don't want her eyelashes cut, and oh. don't and don't touch her beard. Well, but what are the little things called on poodle's feet? Pom poms. I'm all about the pom poms. <laughs> <laughs> This cloudy that we have, she has some pom poms on her. Those are she some. Came, oh, no, those are some no, no, big no, no, not Curler has curler. Oh, I, I, every time I see that, I little, little and little pitter, we put pom poms on too. She's so cute. She's very cute. That little old poodle here. Is he still here? Yeah. Patter. Nobody yeah. wants him. Nobody wants him. That's you know that's 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 madness because I went over there. I think it was yesterday to integrate <clears throat> new dogs, and that little pitter dog, Patter, Patter, Patter's the orange one, right? Yeah, Pitter's the one that's mine. Yeah. Patter's the one. <laughs> yeah. Patter's gone to Amy's. He's adorable. He's, he's so cute. With, he's so. He's cute. like a weird little hedgehog. I think or there something. has to be like videos of him put out for people to see that because hey, he's totes adorbs. How many times do I say it to the volunteers? Every dog is one good photo or one good video away from getting applications. Yeah. He's really. Cute. We can't find homes for him if you don't allow me to show them who they are. Yeah. That's... He's beeping around and he's playing with those other little poodles. Is he playing? Because he was yes. so shut he down. Was so shy. Yeah. No, he's playing with those other those other little black poodles that are there and they're... He's old, so a lot of people I mean, won't he's, want In poodle age, he's not old. Is, is he That's seven? true. They oh, live to be ten. forever. Oh, he's no, like he's nine. not that old. He's nine. I thought he was nine. He's nine. Oh, eight eight so nine, he's though. got another 11 years. I mean, poodles... Four or five of them aren't any good. They can stand on their head for, you know... It's like that video that you made for Edie. When I first, we first got her, and I first saw her uh-huh. jumping around. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, well, yeah. that's so that's, me. That's how, that's how you sell it. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I've always loved photography and, and video and stuff, but doing all of this is definitely fed into well, that passion. Well, that's one of the questions so. that people had is because. You got some serious props. <laughs> well, it's hilarious, and and like yeah. the, the ladies at the sanctuary that try to, because I'll tell them I need <laughs> pictures of, and they're like, I don't even know, I don't even know how Jen does this. <laughs> how does she get him to sit in a cup with a hat on? <laughs> by, by herself. <laughs> well, Patience. you know, cute stuff like remember the taco babies? They had like like taco items or something. I think they were like in a little nacho, nacho yes, then, yeah. dish or something. <laughs> I've come such a long way from the, here's the puppy holding it in my hand, you know, for six weeks or whatever, eight yes. weeks 
But um, yeah, I just, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get creative with this. And I would try to think of what they were named after and what their theme was. And yeah. as I'm out shopping, I'm like, oh, okay, that might work for a picture. That might work. And things that are just random that you would never think, like the taco plate. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing that. They're, they're all babies. They're, you know, they aren't, they're just newborns. They don't have eyes you can look at or anything. So right. I was like, we got to make this interesting. So yeah, you're around, wearing a sombrero. Around yeah. the plate they went. So, or the taco plate. Yeah. So of those didn't taco you get like a, a, a little like wagon too? Did you have oh, a yeah. little wagon? I have a few um, of the wagons. I think there was a couple of Frenchies that I put in something that looked like a gladiator. And they're like got their arm hanging, their leg hanging out. <laughs> and they got the little hat on with the, their little uh, flower to um, Tia. Tor, what am I trying yeah, to do? Yeah, you know, it's, it's Tiara. not Photoshop. I mean, she's no. putting that stuff but on them. Yeah. Every puppy has like a color, though. So, like, yeah, a they blue do. Color. So, if you look, Jen will like have I'll them on a blue blanket them. that matches their blue color so the family knows, right. hey, that's my puppy because it's blue because Jen puts that, you know, yeah. detail for each, each well, dog. It's, it's not always easy to get a face on face forward picture and see their collar. Right. So it's I'm tough. like, I got to yeah. put something else in there that I can tell them apart. And I like to do the ones that all look the exact same and then like do one tiny little thing different. So it drives oh her crazy when she's trying God. to figure out. <laughs> I'm like, we'll just throw a snowflake on that one. And they're I all in the same. I don't remember which litters they have been, but and, and that's when I made Jen an admin on the page. I think I it was said, Corgi's. This, this is or, crazy. Because uh, she could no, never was, post them with their right mm -hmm. names. Because Jen's like, they all look <laughs> the same. I, but, yeah, I gave a dog away and you wanted to <laughs> oh, If I mess up their posts, it's not like handing them a pup and have them drive and away for an hour. Drive an hour and have to drive an hour back <laughs> where they're bonding with this way. puppy that's not theirs. <laughs> the monster. One of them might have been Sandy Weeks, the Cavalier. She had like nine puppies. And um, I don't remember what holiday And I say to Jen, how am I supposed to tell which one of these dogs is which? I can't see their collar. She goes, look at that. She goes, the snowflake is a little different in the corner from the Christmas ornament. And I'm like, please. Here, you're an admin. It's like you're studying the photo. And there's like nine of them. I'm like, I can't And none of them have collars on. And Jen goes, oh, da 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 And they all look the same. If you spend all day with them, you get to know them. You know, I don't even. And, you know, they may look exactly the same, but their personalities but are completely opposite. Yeah. So you can yeah. tell. It's like people like, say they can't tell the difference between any Bordeaux. Well, like that's preposterous to us. She said it yesterday. Yeah, I did. She said it yesterday about about I can, Jolene and Mildred. She's like, oh, finally, I don't know how you can miss finally, the Hong Kong. On finally, Mildred. some Bordeaux <laughs> that, that I can easy. tell apart because she raised them. Mine's yeah. cute. Yours looks like a Visla, and Mildred has a giant Hong Kong. <laughs> Sorry, I, I saw all those Bordeaux the other day. I can't tell. You can't tell those dogs apart? See? Oh, what? Because those dogs? are our dogs. Well, honestly, like like on, on your guys' shifts, when you bring them, those are like my shifts where I, I, I come and take over. So I, I see those pups like yeah, I see that pup way, 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 oh, yeah, way more, way more than pups. he does. He like doesn't. He said that today because he's like sees Jolene. He goes, how does she get dog. so big? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wes never, Wes never trades shifts, with, shifts us. with us yeah, yeah. Well, i mean and they were like 12 pounds when they were seven eight weeks old so they started out they were i wondered you know we, we kept saying oh it's going to slow down oh they're not going to gain that weight no it's going to slow down it never slowed down yeah <laughs> they just kept but what's right surprising is that is that nana's has slowed and is gonna she's gonna be a little bear she's gonna be little well and she was the smallest one to begin with so we no, thought, thought she was gonna be was the smallest was one, the smallest one. She was. She so. was because like Carlos, yeah, like she was, was the biggest bit. in the beginning. Mine was the biggest. Carlos was the smallest initially <laughs> when they were little, and then she. Yours was the middle, and yours was the largest, and then um, Carlos caught up. 
and mm-hmm. past yours, and then yours. Well, so when you adopted them, yours was the smallest. They both passed. Now mine's little. But that's yeah. good with because with her hips and elbows Mine and everything hips else, and she, tires. Yeah. she might as well be a little bear and have <laughs> less weight on her. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you picked another one that's like Bernice that has all these issues and <laughs> and allergies. Yeah. And allergies. Just like, can we get one that's not smelly? <laughs> maybe it's you. I thought maybe that it's you. <laughs> It's funny. Jessica though, it's always like, talks about Jolene having a big long nose, and I go, "Yeah, but all of her legs work." <laughs> Burn. That's terrible. That's fine. I'll, I'll look at my nana's with her broken legs. <laughs> She's a good girl. Mine's a good girl too. She's they are all sweet. good girls. Good. Very sweet girls. And their mama was a sweet girl. Yes. Well, Mildred's a bull in a china shop, though. But she's a sweet girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always tell people, though, when I'm talking to them before you meet with the puppy families. You know, people don't realize how lucky they are to get a puppy that's been raised by you because you're there with them 24-7. You're handling them, socializing, playing with them, doing everything Keeping them right alive. for them. And so by the time they get this They're puppy, already miles ahead of where the other puppy is, be. you know, well on its way to being a... You know, a well-rounded dog. All the things that don't happen to puppies who right, are Right, but they happen because yeah. of Jen. Because literally she devotes, I mean, you do devote your life to them. Do. You don't do a lot of other things. It's my second job. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a process. So, you know, to be like, they start off in private quarters. And then when they were, they're able to get up and, and start walking around or they're getting close to being... Um, puppy gruel you know four weeks or so then they're that's when they're starting to play and growl and stuff so i'll move them out to like the kitchen so um they can see other dogs you know they'll be in a playpen so they're separated but they can see other dogs so they can socialize that way and all the different fosters just walk by and be like there's a litter of puppies over there but um so that's kind of where i started then um at that same time i'm setting them up to where there's a bed on one side and a potty pad on the other side so they're learning to potty away from their bed and i don't usually potty train them outside that's a little much especially with the size of the litters that we usually have but um yeah so then they all they get to you know interact and that's i'm even from like day one i'm trying to um mess with their ears mess with their eyes mess with their face you know all the stuff that uh, going to the vet you know and someone touching them um clip clipping their nails i'm always trying to touch their their feet and i clip their nails like once a week so they're mm-hmm. all getting used to all that kind of stuff so it really does help them to right. not be like oh my gosh i've never seen the light of day and you know now right. you're gonna toss me out here so and all of that came to a screeching halt with distemper oh that was really sad which was the probably the worst the worst time ever at your house yeah with- it was pretty scary and um you know i still feel bad that the Bordeaux's, I'm glad they, they survived, but I feel really bad because they didn't get to go through the process. They didn't. They got to stay in that one room and get me all gloved and gowned and, you know, and it so was, it wasn't and it as was cuddly. In, and It was interesting socially. I mean, I knew that that's going to be an issue, but we have to keep them alive. That's yeah. Just, yeah, that was a priority. So it's like so, be social or be alive. We, we choose alive. Right, exactly. So Yeah, because, I, I mean, when it comes to the Bordeaux pups, it's like alive. I mean, we I've... I've I've, I've dealt with worse when it comes to circumstances in fully grown or young Bordeaux. Right. I can fix it. Unsocialized let's little just, pup, like, it'll be all right. Let, like, yeah, let, let's, yeah. Just, let's just have them be alive. And socially, the one that seemed to come out the worst was Jolene. But honestly, I think that's just who she is. She always yes. was the... I mean, um, sure. She was the observer, the quiet one, the right. hang out in the corner and... Right. You know. And her and Kiss was kind of that way, too. Mm-hmm. Just kind of quiet and kind of a little shy. And she's not shy with anybody at the house or anything like that, but she goes out into that yard at the ranch and it's like she's just kind of glued next to me under my chair. Right. She doesn't want to she doesn't want to play with other dogs. See, and normally I would have them doing that at like from four weeks on. Right. Have them around other dogs, have them 
you know, I mean, all, everybody at my house is vaccinated, so I mean, right. my own dogs and stuff, so right. um, they would at least get to see them and know that there are other dogs out in the world, but it was just, it was safer that way. And then I had, you know, the um, orbit puppies in the other side of the house that were, you know, going one by one, so. Well, one by um, one, and we ended, up, just, we ended up surviving with two? One puppy and the mom got adopted together. One puppy and the mom, that's out right. Of, I think it was four or five puppies, but yeah. They, four or five puppies that died one week after the next oh my gosh every 13 days and, and that's they're like the thing they're like terrible. if you can get to two weeks you're gonna be good and every 13 days there goes another one and right. they would be totally fine and then like all of a sudden they have neurological issues and they're and making just, this very crying noise and now if i i hear that noise in my sleep yeah i do I, that I, was I, a nightmare and the, it, it, i never wanted to hear from you because <laughs> because i knew it was Radio like day silence. 12 day yeah. 13 I, I, and several then, different times we yeah. said we're out of the woods now. Yeah. And then she'd stop saying that. And then she'd send a video of one of them with just a little twitch in their lip. Yeah. And that and you know, you just know. They shouldn't have a twitch in their lip. And it's just oh that was awful. It was. I hope that never happens again. No. So much loss between Unity and you know, poor Millie with her trying to save her, and it's just like, oh my god. Well, and with all of that going on, I lost two of my own dogs at the same time. Right. So that was just a, I needed a break from that to recoup, um, you know, get back on emotionally on a strong side. I, I mean, I work with mental health every day. I'm a nurse. I learned to compartmentalize. But after months of that, you know, because like we, you know, there'd go a couple of weeks and then there'd be another one and then a couple of weeks and another one. And then my own dogs are sick and dying. And so it was just yeah. a lot to take on. And yeah. so I'm glad I was able to take that break, but I was definitely ready to, you know, set the house up and have more puppies because have it's a clown a lot of, car coming it's in. a lot of fun <laughs> she's, she's, so sweet. she's so cute i mean she can't stop rolling over for me to pet her belly but um, she did she did that for our bidder too she's yeah. like she just wanted to show her belly to me every single yeah. she just flipped that flip she that just, thing over she wants to be submissive to everybody and all the other dogs are just like whatever but yeah. music that she has over at her house is just as sweet i mean she is I she's loving couch life her little her <laughs> fat belly is on the couch and she she does get lots of holdy just so the volunteers know i know that that they said they um ruined her because all they did the whole time they were at the sanctuary was somebody was holding her the only pictures i've seen of that dog are of her being yeah. held in someone's yeah. lap so she still gets that but i also am like no no i'm feeding people you know but i in the office when i'm at work she just goes to sleep and you know she, she's when is she going for x-rays again monday monday mm-hmm. so she's She's got her really sweet, sweet family. They came to visit her before she left for Jen's. They adopted our Frenchie Lexus from us, and they just live in Richardson. And they were so sweet. They knew she was about to leave to go to Jen's. They're like, is there anything we can do for Jen? Can we send her Starbucks? And Jen's like, I don't drink coffee. I'm but sorry. They, you know, but they were just so sweet and wanted to... They knew it was going to be a lot of work for yeah. you, and they're super excited to get her. So. Yeah, they're 12 really sweet. They just knew, hey, oh, yeah. you know, we're going to have a long wait. Yeah, yep. I appreciate that they're willing to do that, though. Yes, I want her to be. We always love it when the mama is hitched up with somebody that's, that's before the babies, and that they're the excited. That yeah. I know that they're excited. Then that it just it's and so willing nice. to and willing to wait because it's a long haul. Right, we've got really um is. for is it clown car? I think it is clown car. So they, she also has another previous adopter in Dallas. And the first thing when he emailed me, I said, "Hey, look, this is gonna be a very long wait. Are you?" And he just said, "No problem. It does not matter." And then it's just like such a burden is lifted off of you when yeah. you know, okay, this is a wonderful family, and they understand that it's gonna take a long time. Mm-hmm. 
And then the focus changes on the pictures to take cute pictures and videos to send to them to keep them engaged and happy to, to have yeah. updates on their yeah. their baby that they're waiting for because it is a long wait. Yeah. Uh, you know, applause was the same way, the little Pekingese that she had. So she had a lady who was waiting, and so we were just trying to get applause's milk yeah. dried up. So we can... <laughs> she still has milk. <laughs> she uh, will be going in on Monday with music, so hopefully she'll... She'll, she should be good by then. So it usually takes a couple of weeks I have, you know, in my process. I start them weaning at like four weeks. I get them, try to get them completely weaned by six weeks. And then the moms are usually dried up by the time the puppies are eight weeks. The puppies are adopted at eight weeks. And then I can, you know, mom gets spayed and she's usually adopted a week or so after that most of the time. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, like they pull a, I'm going to dry my milk up at two weeks. You know, kind or of unless they're Bernice and their boobies are so big and hard and hot that you have to milk your own dog because yes. she's going to die. Or well, if they've had a C-section, we spay them at a C-section. Right, yeah. Well, and I really... I appreciate that tip because um, I can do that now. I can wait like four or five days of them, you know, not being with babies yeah. and then put them back with the babies one time, which if by then they're like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but it, they won't produce milk anymore or it slows down way down after yeah. you do that. So yeah. I have the puppies milk them one time and then that helps to dry it up quicker yeah. so that they can go get spayed and get well, on to their new it out. Do you know, yeah. get, it, get it out of there. Yeah. Bernice, when she came back, I mean, that dog's, we're going to have to find pictures of Bernice and her boobies because she was just hanging so low with just these had big, giant, babies. swinging udders she of boobies. She had quite the clown car. We call them, uh, call them uh, titty sales. Yeah. <laughs> a what sale? A what? Titty sales. Titty sales. <laughs> they were just like big and hot low and hard. And low and waving like, to and fro. Uh, <laughs> it was bad. And when that she little, runs, and when she runs they clap. Well, I would try to milk her, and then it would like go in between the big slaps. Oh, and then you got to get in there and clean that. Like, yeah, it was bad. (laughs) So bad. I always love it when it says "good times." Good times. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible business. I'm curious to see what uh, music's babies will look like if they're going to all come out white. Because I'm Maltese's. Sometimes. I can't imagine. No, Maltese is always white, but a poodle could be anything. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, her, I mean, Mar- music's parents could be a black poodle, could True. be yeah. a red poodle, could be, yeah. so you could, you can have some always fun. Or it could be a party-colored poodle. We you'll have, have could be lots of smorgasbord babies lately. <laughs> or you'll have or you'll have ten little white puppies. Good luck keeping them all apart. Be a beagle and you're going to be posting the pictures. Well, <laughs> as long as they're not, she's not like Clown Car and rips those collars right off. Seriously. Is that a first that you had one? Then, that... then you're just going to paint a toenail. You have you to get a real toenail polish. <laughs> I saw somebody who did paint uh, nail polish on the back, like the back of their back where the tail starts. Mm-hmm. So they can, so it wasn't on a toenail. Or like a little bit see. at the base of yeah. their head or something. Well, yeah you, yeah, you don't want anything that somebody else can, I guess, reach or something. Right. That's... Hi, honey. I wish you could see her. Who over there, Jolene? No, yeah. she don't pick her up from her very long nap. <laughs> yeah. She must, she must remember you to come yeah. over to you like that. She don't come over to me, so yeah. Big nose. Well, her big, big long V nose. I love her. <laughs> I think she does remember. I love her, her ears. I think she does remember her because she doesn't go so to soft. people like that. Seriously, she doesn't yeah. talk to me that way. I had no relationship with that dog. I can see your tail wiggling up. Do you know her? I was going to bring bananas for you, but she saw bananas at the vet I did. a couple weeks ago. The only so. one I'm missing is Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong. <laughs> she's got quite a nose. Uh, she's over being naughty at her house. Mildred's nose is wide. Jolene's nose is long. It's wide, okay. and she's got like these, I can put my thumbs up her nose holes. They're so big. <laughs> the, only, the only time I see Jolene get that excited is 
of course, when when I come to see her, but it's not me. It's when I bring Daryl to work. She loves and Daryl. those ladies, those little young ladies, they go crazy yep. for Daryl. <laughs> Jolene gets and Daryl and Daryl just like drops his ears and doesn't want anything to do with him. and yeah. tries to run away. Where are you mad? Be Jolene does that wiggling for donkey too. She gets very wiggly. Oh really? I wiggle for donkey myself. Well, I saw Carla. Do you know her pop pop? She does. Yes, she totally does. Pulling up all the plants in her yard. Oh no! <laughs> Battle Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, Joe. Oh, nice. She's still wagging. <laughs> that oh, was her first mama. Totally. It's crazy how old they are now. It's like when I look at Bubbles and I think about Bubbles was like this. Yes. And then I look at her again and I'm just like, how did that even happen? Oh, Bubba. She's so big. She still, bites, she still bites, though. She still really she does. She does still bite. Oh, bubs. Oh, I think we covered it all. We did a good job with that. Good. I'm sure we'll have more because Jen will continue I'll to... have to insert a lot of photos in this podcast. Yep. So bring yeah. them on. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This is Thanks fun. for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. The only thing I wanted to add, which, which I say in private text and public text all the time when it comes to Jen, is that... We're not worthy. None of us are worthy. <laughs> how, how hard I worked and all the things I've done nope, doesn't nothing. even doesn't even hold yeah, a candle. She's Nobody does. I, I, I bow to you. You're a yeah. unicorn. We've, we've had litters. We've taken care of litters. And I'll never and do like, it again. No. No. Oh. Well, just the retainer story is enough to make us all hang <laughs> our head in shame. Oh. You know? Terrible business. Terrible oh. business. All right. Night, y'all. Night, y'all. Right, thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. <laughs>